Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's journal entry. I woke up today feeling like a head cold was coming on. I feel congested. I don't feel great, (laughs) but I am very excited to share with you what I'm going to share today because it is vulnerable and personal. And at first I thought it was something that just I felt and went through, but after journaling about it and talking to a few friends, I realized that probably Almost all moms can relate on some level. Before I get into the juicy parts, I want to first just put some maybe disclaimers up front. I saw a post on Instagram that said how there are a lot of moms, myself included, by the way, I do this constantly. There are a lot of moms out there that use the words, but or, and that doesn't mean. Some examples are this. My kid was up all night and I didn't get an ounce of sleep, but that doesn't mean that I don't love the title of mom. Or I made a great dinner for my kid and he threw it all over the floor, but I'm so grateful to be able to feed my kid. Or I, you know, the kids were arguing with each other and I contemplated shaving my head for about 10 minutes yesterday, but man, I just love being a mom. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like we, by, by adding in those statements, I think I know that it is dismissing the actual feeling that we have by trying to like appease the judgment from other people, but also the judgment from ourselves. I feel like guilty for saying, for like complaining about my kid (laughs) or how hard it is to be a mom, because I know that I am grateful that I am, that I do have so much support. But when we say those things at the same time, it takes away almost like the validity of the emotion, the validity of what you are going through. And so in my journal entry that I'm going to share with you, I was just, I allowed myself to accept these things. I accepted that I love my son with all my heart. I am so, so, so grateful to have the support that I have. I, you know, I'm grateful for the health. I love my life. I love being a mom. I am happy. I am all of these things. Okay. So I accepted that. And then I allowed myself to feel and to write things, some of which were just truly how I felt. And you'll see what I'm about to go into it. You'll see things that sound aggressive. Like at one point I say, it feels like my life ended. And that is an example of when I would have said, 
but I know it hasn't. My life is just a new life now as a mom. So I just wanted to kind of put that perspective at the beginning of this episode for A, you to realize that it's okay to feel the heaviness that motherhood is and to just be able to complain and vent without feeling like you need to be grateful at the same time or because we we know that you are we know that there are so many nuances to motherhood okay so let's dig into to the journal entry without any qualifying statements of but or and that doesn't mean so this journal entry I was that episode this journal entry uh, was triggered by something that happened just the other night where Griffin was getting ready to go to uh, see his dad for a week. And when Griffin leaves, I make these cute charts that show him who he's going to be with each day. And since Griffin's situation is a little bit different, I put a picture of his dad on the days that he's going to be with his dad. And then on the last day, I put a picture of me so that he can like visually see and hopefully his dad is supposed to like check off the days that he that have passed, but so that he can see how many days are left with until he sees me again. But he sees this picture of his dad, and he gets so excited. And is like, Daddy, where's my daddy? He's like really excited. And then he starts to say, call daddy. And so he wants to talk to his dad. And it's like 9 p.m. And I texted his dad. And I said, hey, are you up? Griffin is really excited and wants to talk to you. So we call. And he picks up. And he is inside a bar with a bunch of friends. And I'm not looking at the phone because it's, I'm like facing it towards Griffin, but I hear the conversation and I hear my ex like introducing Griffin to his friends and, and all this stuff. When we hung up, that's when the feeling started. That's when I felt a few things. I felt like my ex still gets to live his life as he wants, right? He was out at a bar. What night was this? Thursday night. He was out at a bar Thursday night, just doing his thing, hanging out with friends. Whereas I am now like, I don't remember the last time that I went out that wasn't on a work trip where I could just do that. And uh, my nights are bedtime routine with a kid who doesn't like falling asleep. And now he's coming outside of the bedroom and it just feels like he gets to live his life where my life ended. That's what I put in my journal entry. I have no time. And when I do have time, I have no energy to do anything. And so I just do nothing. And my life is Griffin. And it was just so obvious after that phone call. And then after that, I started to feel angry. I was mad that Griffin, <laughs> this sounds bad, but again, just going to put it out there. I was mad that Griffin loves his dad and is excited to see him, but Griffin has no idea that his dad hasn't chosen to be in his life. When he asks, where's daddy? And I say, he doesn't live here. It's because he chose to move away and leave you. <laughs> Obviously, I can't say that. I just want Griffin to see that he isn't here and doesn't show up. I do. That was one of my paragraphs. 
So that's how I was feeling. And I went to bed that night feeling that. But I did ask myself, is that true? Is there an underlying feeling or is it really just about his dad not showing up and all, all that I do to show up? And that's when I realized that it's not just me wanting to realize that his dad doesn't show up for him, but I felt that by Griffin being so excited to see his dad and to talk to his dad, it invalidated all that I do. And basically, I was seeking validation from my two-year-old, which felt silly at the time, but but also very real, right? Like I do so much. I, I think I shared in one of the episodes that responsibility is like, I have so much responsibility and that's what gets to me a lot of the time. And so for some reason, <laughs> by my two-year-old not being able to understand all that I do and the zero that his dad does except for provide financially I was like I was upset at that so that's where I stopped that's where I fell asleep and the next morning I woke up and I was like all right kind of worked through that right like I understand what I was feeling and why I was feeling it but then I started talking to my friend Lauren and it just came up all over again. And I was like, this is a thing. Like, I need to journal about this. But I didn't know how because I felt like I just I vented and I, you know, got it all out. I was like, I don't know where to go next. And this is where I literally printed off my breakthrough blueprint. If you're watching the YouTube recording of this, I'm holding it up right now. And this is the blueprint that I created that when I sat down to really think about how I journal. I used to just think I just wrote stuff on, I wrote on pages, but there is a sequence in which I prompt myself to get to a place of understanding or closure or healing or action that feels good. I, I rarely end a journal entry feeling like, meh, nothing really came of that because I follow this blueprint, especially if I'm having a big emotion or there's something big going on in my life. This blueprint is what gets me through it. And it might take a few journal entries, but I had printed this blueprint off and I just started going through it. And so the first step is awareness of how you're feeling. I nailed that, right? I already know how I'm feeling. Second is meaning. It's starting to understand the meaning, which is what I had under identified through just my thought process. And then I did journal it out of the meaning where I thought that I wanted Griffin to just understand that I show up, that his dad doesn't. But then the next step is curiosity. It's where you get curious around the truths of your beliefs. And so in my journal entry, I said, is it true? Is it true that Griffin doesn't realize all that I do? And I said, maybe because he's freaking two years old, but someday he will see how I show up. Also his excitement for his dad is 100% separate from his love for me. You guys, I just got chills when saying that because I, it, it's obvious saying that but I truly did not feel that or think that 
until I just started journaling and, and that's when it bubbled out. It didn't occur to me that his love for everyone in his life, but his dad is separate from me until I asked myself that question. And so slowing down enough mentally and in my journal to ask, is this true? That allowed me to have that revelation of his excitement. It's great. It's a great thing for him to have for his dad. And it's separate from me. I was making his excitement mean that he didn't love me or wasn't excited to be living with me. And that's not true. Furthermore, I don't want Griffin to feel like he has to hide his emotions about his dad because of how I will feel. That was a really big revelation. I don't think that Griffin picked up on my emotions that night of the phone call, but I don't want my emotions to ever get the best of me that it spills over into him. Like this is a me thing. And I want Griffin to be able to talk to me about anything, including his dad, without fearing or worrying about how it will make me feel. So then I asked the next section or the next uh, prompt is getting clarity. It's questioning what you actually want. So I said, what I want. What I thought I wanted at the beginning of this journal entry was for Griffin to be aware of his dad not showing up, but that's not it. I want to feel so sure, confident, proud of what I do and the relationship that Griffin and I have that I'm unfazed by interactions with his dad. So that was, that's like a complete shift, a complete reframe. I was so focused on his dad and like how that made me feel and what that meant about me as a mom and through journaling. And we're not even to the last part of it, but through journaling, I realized that 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 the feelings were valid, but that's not what I actually want. What I want is to strengthen my belief in my relationship with my son and to just be um, accepting of the relationship that Griffin has with his dad. Again, saying it now, I'm like, well, duh, that's a great thing. But in the moment, it was so hard to see that. It took journaling and slowing down and physically writing to be able to understand that. And then the last step of my blueprint is action. So this is where you start to turn what it is that you want into micro steps of what you can do or ideas, anything that gets you into action so that you're shifting either what you do or what you think, how you feel, those sorts of things. So my action, the action that I thought of was just mantras. And I came up with a few. I wrote, Griffin's feelings towards his dad have nothing to do with me, as we've covered. It's not Griffin's responsibility to notice responsibility at the age of two. It's his job to feel and to notice love, which he always feels with me. I'm choosing this life. And I also wrote that I show my love through quality time and that Griffin and I have such a close bond that's unbreakable. And I wrote an action is just to repeat those while anytime that I'm triggered, but even when I'm not triggered. So repeating these when Griffin is FaceTiming his dad, when uh, Griffin shares stories about his dad or looks at photos, et cetera. I think that a lot of moms can relate to this because even though I am divorced and dealing with co-parenting, 
I know that even marriages have un, unequal balances of duties and responsibilities and different parents show up in different ways. And so even if you're in a happy marriage, you might feel some of this, some of some of what I've shared. And so going through this blueprint could help you. And the blueprint, I went through the like the top part of like explaining what it is, but then the actual blueprint, you can print it off and it gives you actual prompts of like what to write for that. And the blueprint is free, by the way, which you can get at the link in the show notes so that it's super easy. And then you can also get it at the link in my bio on Instagram. But this blueprint is the key to working through an emotion. If you feel like you get stuck in, in an emotion and stay there for longer than you want to, that's where journaling comes into play. That's where it's changed my life in that it's helped me become aware of how I'm feeling, but not just that it's helped me understand that feeling and then understand what I want truly and how to get it. My whole intention with sharing these deep journal entries with you is to help you feel like you're not alone, but also to help you work through your own feelings and emotions. And so that's why I created this blueprint to help you get one step closer to just not picking up a pen and writing, but to doing it in a way that helps you feel better. So I hope that you use the blueprint as a resource for you. I have created it in a way where you can fold it up and it fits inside most journals so that you can pull it out when you're in the thick of it. And I also created a acronym for it. It's A-M-C-C-A. Always make cotton candy again. <laughs> it's so weird and like, huh? That I remember it. So that's how I remember it. But again, you can get that link in my show notes. And if that's not enough for you, if you see that and you're like, but I need a little bit more guidance, there is something that I created called the Journal Prompt Archive that has the breakthrough blueprint. However, it has it with working through three different situations. One is overwhelm, communication, and self-sabotage. And it takes you through what a journal entry would look and sound like when working through that emotion with the blueprint. It's super helpful. It breaks it down with what to write underneath each one of those AMCCA. So that's really helpful. And then it also has 100 prompts split up by different categories. Like I said, for overwhelm, for communication, for self-sabotage, for stress, for inspiration, and even for when you're feeling good, for the good days, for when you just want to tap in and understand yourself, because we don't always have triggering events happening, hopefully. We don't always have big emotions, but I still make it a habit to journal on those days, be, that way things don't pile up as frequently. I have less big reactions. I have fewer big reactions because I do journal on the good days, but it's harder to think of what to write on those days. So that's why I write wrote prompts for the good days. And even when it's a good day, it might be like, you want to tap into yourself. You want to learn a little bit more about why you do certain behaviors and actions and things like that. And so there are prompts for that too. So that 
pops up after you download the blueprint. If you want more information or direct links to any of those, feel free to just DM me. But I'm proud of myself. I just feel like that journal entry, I went from like going off the rails and not a good headspace to being in this headspace of pride and control and like control of feeling my own emotions and not putting my emotions on somebody else, whether that be Griffin's dad or whether it be Griffin, which is like the worst. <laughs> I would never want that. And I, I'm so glad that I was able to journal through that. And when I had that entry, I was like, I need to share it, even though it's super vulnerable, because I know that it can help somebody that's listening. I hope that you got some clarity and inspiration from me being super vulnerable with you and from this episode. And I know that you can have your own breakthroughs, especially if you're going through something challenging right now, you can have your breakthrough. It might take a few journal entries. In fact, it probably will, especially if you're new to journaling. I'm like shocked that I was able to have that breakthrough and feel so much better in one journal entry. Typically something like that, a big emotion like that would take me like a week of journaling to get to a point of feeling really good. So give yourself grace if you are newer to journaling and you do have a big emotion going through this blueprint multiple times over and over and over again. And you will see, you will feel the difference from that first entry to when you end up feeling like you are in a good place where you're feeling better. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. I love connecting with my listeners. So make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.